0: Console launches. They're always an exciting time for gamers, but a super stressful time for any of the studios or, uh, you know, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. After the 360 era, Microsoft and Xbox were riding high. They had a super successful console life with tons of hit games, tons of exclusives, millions of sold consoles, some minimal hiccups uh, HD, DVD, right? Red Ring of Death. And it wasn't until the end that the PS3 started to really catch up. There's no way they could miss on their next console, the Xbox One, right? Well, things started off so poorly from the very first reveal in 2013, and things did not get any better until near the end of the console life cycle. From poor fan reception, minimal amount of exclusives, higher-ups leaving, the fall was incredible seeing most 360 owners leaving Xbox for the PlayStation 4. Welcome to the Game Raiders' failure to launch on the Xbox One. I'm your host, Sergio. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Drew.
1: Yeah, hey, sorry. I'm just uh don't mind me. I'm just over here um playing uh Fallout Shelter right now. I'm trying to go through this uh quest right now. It is exhausting. We're not actually sponsored by Fallout Shelter. I'm I'm literally just playing it right now. I'm just like <laughs> I'm I'm just I am i am just this is time sensitive. <laughs> Um, okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about the Xbox
0: One. Talking about the failure of the, the Xbox, Xbox One. Bone. Yeah, I guess the X Bone if people call it that. The
1: X Bone. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah, why would you call it the Xbox Bone? Come on. Drew. Actually, yeah,
1: that's yeah. I, fucked it, up. I <laughs> fucked it up. I fucked it up. Oh Papa Papa Sony, don't
0: so don't blame me. So of the uh two of us here, I think only one of us had an Xbox One. That was me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I do not and have no plans to own the Xbox one at all in the future considering I'm pretty sure that uh, all of the Xbox one games are backwards compatible with the series X right
0: yeah and also I, I mean how many of us in this in this you know Skype call had a PlayStation I mean had a Xbox 360 I did I, I did. did yeah yeah I had so, a 360 yeah so and you made um, the jump from 360 to ps4
1: yeah i had so there was basically a time where so i had when i was a child and when i would beg and scream and kick and whine until my parents bought me whatever i wanted um (laughs) i i there was a time where i did have like i dipped into all of the major consoles like i had a gamecube i had i had a 360 and i had a ps2 and then eventually the ps3 came out and i got that and then the wii um oh
0: so you're spoiled yeah
1: that's what i'm saying i i begged and kicked and screamed until i got what i wanted <laughs> yeah, we, were, we only
0: got one console in our house that was yeah. it
1: and now and now i am destitute sitting waiting until i can get my hands on a series x it's more of a stock problem really than it is a
0: yeah for I'm both
1: sure. um they're just still i'm still like when's the yeah. stock coming in but anyway
0: um so yeah I think the, I think <laughs> they're saying by july <laughs> that one. you should be able to buy both the playstation 5 and the xbox series x mm-hmm. yeah all right drew so i want to know exactly what you know about the failure like what do you think caused the xbox one where well, did it all go wrong
1: well, okay. So the thing I remember was
0: the the reveal of yeah. it. Yeah, and we're gonna go into depth on that. So don't if that's if that's all you know. What else do you know? Well,
1: I mean, that's not all I know, but that was like the first thing, right? Yeah. That was like
0: the, the first indicator that something was
1: wrong. Yeah. It's like watching a trailer for a movie, and you're like, "Oh, that's gonna be bad," and then you watch the movie anyway, and then, and you're like, "Yeah, it was it was bad." Uh huh. Um. So yeah, that was the first indicator something was wrong, and then the second indicator was just as you went through the years, you know, there were just no games. There were just no good, like w- there were no good exclusive games. There there wasn't a good Halo. I, I debate you on good. I think there
0: are some good exclusive games. Some great. There's some.
1: There's some. There's some, there's some. But, but
0: you... they're few and far between. Yeah,
1: but and, it's then, like, and that's it's what I'm saying. Like, it's
0: like maybe, like, one or two a year for yeah. most of the life of the Xbox.
1: And and when you compare that to what Sony was doing at the time, it was like, boom, Spider-Man. Boom, Horizons uh, Horizon Stun, Boom, uh, God of War. You know, like, all of these uh, just fucking phenomenal games that, like... Just kind of we we like we uh, talked about Last of Us Part Two, yeah, great fucking game. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, like no, just all of these games that like were getting so that were so positively received, just like across the board. Um, and X Xbox One did not have that. Yeah.
0: All right, so I'm gonna walk you through everything drew yeah i'm gonna hold your hand as an as an xbox fan i'm gonna show you like here, this is what happened
1: get ready the the first part of this is is basically what What i most remember yeah
0: yeah okay so where did it all go wrong well let's start from before the xbox one was even a twinkle in someone's eye right yeah it all started with a man named don matrick nobody know about good old don yeah what do you know about him Anything?
1: Uh, I he had a very punchable face.
0: Yeah, he, he was like a car salesman looking motherfucker. Yeah, he he looks like the guy
1: that would try and sell you insurance while like reaching in your back pocket for your wallet, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah he. Um, so pretty much his position, he was the senior vice president, and then eventually the president of interactive entertainment business at Microsoft. So. Basically, he was over everything Xbox or, you know, one of the higher ups over everything Xbox from 2007 to 2013. So about six years Um, before he worked at Xbox. He actually came from EA Electronic Arts, where he held several different positions and leadership roles throughout the company. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, you know, he was a good guy, right? He worked for a great Mm -hmm. company. Yeah. (laughs) Great practices. Great. Yeah. He came about a year or so after the launch of the Xbox 360. So Microsoft yeah. is already, you know, they're rocking. They had a good first console with good exclusives, and they had yeah. a successful launch of a second console, okay? Um, so he was hired on as a senior vice president. So at the time, when he was hired on in 2007, the 360 had already sold 10 million consoles, okay? Yeah. Uh, by the time of the end of the Xbox 360's life cycle... And that includes, you know, like Xbox Slim. And then they had like other, they had the Xbox 360 all digital, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. They had, you know, Don had helped grow that 10 million to over 70 million consoles Mm -hmm. sold. Right. It was pretty, pretty good.
1: Which is, yeah, which is insane. Like he came, he did come in a year after the 360 had already launched. But there was still a big chunk of time where, I mean, he would have been influencing, uh, like the growth of the 360, 360 which is yeah. still one of the best uh i i would say one of the best video game consoles of all time like it's at least in the top it's at least in the top 10 if not the top
0: 5 yeah the thing with this is and this is the whole like thesis of this section is the foundation was there so yeah. there, he really couldn't do much and then when he had to make the foundation that's when you know yeah things get bad um so, at the time when he came in, he also helped grow Xbox Live because at that time it had only about 6 million subscribers to Xbox Live. Yep. And by the end of that 360s run, it had over 48 million. Okay. Uh, you got to remember at this time, though, he was one of the driving forces that was like, in order to watch like Netflix or whatever, you have to have Xbox Live. You have to have Xbox yeah. Live. Yeah. And other people weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. He, but he was, you know, he was the, the reasoning behind that.
1: I remember okay. that was one of the big things of, of why I uh, spent a lot of time on the PS3 is because at the time Sony was offering for the, for the PS3 cycle, they were offering PlayStation plus for free.
0: Yeah. And, and that, yeah.
1: and you could play on, you could play online for free. You could, you could do all your streaming uh, for free. Like there wasn't, yeah, there was, yeah. you could pay extra if you wanted to get like, the free games, like what Xbox was doing, but that was like optional. Like the yeah. main, the main thing that everybody wanted was free, which was great.
0: Yeah, yeah. until they got hacked a bunch of times, that they had to eventually charge <laughs> yeah. people. <laughs> um, he was also he was the one that was the driving force behind the Connect. Burn him. Burn <laughs> which, him! which. Hold on, the Connect. I know. Look, if you look back unfavorably on it, but at the time, it was actually yeah. an innovative product okay it has a kind of a hit or miss history um he was also one of the people that was forcing certain studios to make solely connect games like rare (laughs) right (laughs)
1: Um,
0: at the time the connect sold really well it was actually i guess it praised for innovations and it was named one of the top technological tech uh technological achievements of 2010 by time magazine Motion uh, it control was,
1: is the way of the future.
0: It was actually Drew. It was actually one of the fastest selling pieces of electronics ever. S- still to this day. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that was all. I think that this, the this, the the Connect came out in like 2009 or 10. Yeah. So then in 2011, you know, after the success of the X, you know, growing the Xbox console base, introducing the Kinect, and the Connect being the fastest selling piece of technology ever. Uh, he got promotion in 2011 to the president of Xbox. So pretty much he just oversaw everything Xbox, which means the only person he reported to was the CEO of Microsoft, which I don't know who that was at the time. Bill Gates. It was not Bill Gates. I know he, that's point. Gates. he's at point. I'm
1: still going to say it's Bill Gates. <laughs>
0: like, so basically, he made all the decisions for Xbox full stop, uh, besides any input from a CEO. At this time, Don was named one of the smartest people in tech of 2011 by Forbes magazine. Then in 2012, CNN named him as one of the top 10 technology visionaries. Things were looking good. Okay, this is in 2012. He's getting like Mm -hmm. heaps of praise saying, like, this guy is like the golden child of technology. Microsoft is a genius to hire him. Nothing can go wrong, right? Can
1: you imagine if in 2012, if the world had actually ended according to the Mayan calendar, that uh, the world would have ended with Don Matrick being the most successful. Xbox president
0: ridiculous, right? Yeah. <laughs> things were looking good, okay? So and then in less than 1 year, less than 1 year, things would completely fall apart and he would actually be leaving the company. Yeah. Okay. And it all started with the Xbox reveal event in 2013, okay? Ooh, wow. We <laughs> This presentation is actually like a super Infamous presentation in terms of just like what not to do. Well, with, yeah, when we you're all building a console.
1: It was mocked mercilessly. I remember watching this live and thinking that was fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Drew. So okay, I thought I'd ask you this. My first question for you is, yeah. what do you remember? Just like.
1: So just yeah, rat- remember, rat- up some, some Um. So basically, it was all about uh. Th- so first off, they showed like maybe like two games um okay, talk, i think about it i think one of them was a connect title and then i and i remember the other one was um a remake of sim, sim city i believe uh-huh. um and because they, they were trying to show off the always online drm and uh and that was another that was another big uh negatory big ol x right there yep. um they kept talking about how it was going to be the one stop shop for streaming uh big ol x right there um and then yeah they basically and it was also uh higher price than the ps4 uh you had the connect integrated with it so you couldn't like it was there was no ifs ands or buts about it um and then, what else was there? um yeah,
0: I mean, that's basically that's basically yeah. what I
1: remember, but so yeah, it was
0: pretty much got like most of the points, okay, yeah, so we'll start with the first thing, okay they this reveal was about two weeks before e three so they had this, and they had a, the e three event that they were gonna mm-hmm. go back to back with, okay here, no games were shown, okay, no games were shown except for you know like little snippets to kind of show off like always online or whatever but there was no actual like you know there at the time they were talking about like a new halo game uh call of duty you know anything anything there was like no actual like games shown the focus like you said was on streaming it was on it being an entertainment box that you can plug up your tv network to so you can also just watch live tv um, and then you can also Skype on because you have the connect, so you can like. Yep. You, do you remember the the Snap feature it used to have? Uh no, I don't. They, they used to have this feature where you could snap two apps. So let's say you're playing, um, I don't know, insert Madden, and then yeah. you snap, and then you have Madden playing. So you're playing Madden, and then yeah. you have Skype open, and you're talking with your friend through Skype as you're playing Madden. Uh. Okay. Uh, all this stuff, and then they also showed off like a Halo TV show. That, as far as I know, it never fully was revealed as a release as a TV show, just more like a little mini series that you got with the Master Chief Collection. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was alright, you know, it wasn't anything good. And then uh, any games that they did, they, did, they, they were focusing on won't be, wouldn't be shown until E3 about two weeks later. Okay. Uh-huh. So one of the main issues that you, you brought up was that it always had to be connected to yeah. the internet. Okay, the internet, yeah. always had to be on. This big this is a big deal uh the Xbox had to I was beginning to interview it because it really hurt a lot of people that either had slow internet or no internet. So like if yeah. you didn't have internet Right. So what do you what do you, you, gonna, you, you couldn't fucks, play like. you couldn't play any games because you had to like check in every 24 hours for for some reason mm-hmm. for you to play those games, right? Yeah. And uh famously, Don, good old Don Matrick responded to the criticism of always connected, right? Someone brought this up in an interview, they're like So, like, the always-kegged feature, what's up with that? And he said,
1: well, that's what 360 is for. A box that is designed to use uh, an online state. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, to me, is a future-proof choice. And I think people could have arguably gone the other way if we didn't do it. And fortunately, we have a product for people who aren't able to get some form of connectivity. It's called Xbox 360. Right. So stick with 360 that's your message if you know well, if don't it, like it. If if you have zero access yeah. to the internet, that is an offline device you did
0: not like the always needed feature or had no internet, you could just use the Xbox 360 because that's what that's for. What so is pretty it? much No, huh? sorry, continue. <laughs> what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say what what's the deal with uh people nicknamed Don being complete and total asshats, you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a good point. Hopefully, it doesn't become president one day. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So pretty much, he was just saying, like, hey, you know, if you don't, if you don't have the internet, just get a 360. You don't need an Xbox One. Like Jesus Christ, that's a good way to sell your console, right? I was about
1: to say, yeah. The point is to get people to buy your new console, so maybe don't try and exclude anybody from yeah. that market.
0: <laughs> yeah. Something I'm surprised you didn't bring up. I thought this would be a bigger deal that you brought up was the sharing feature. Okay. Mm -hmm. so you could, once you bought the game, it would, like, be locked to your Xbox. Oh,
1: right, and yeah, yeah. like, you couldn't,
0: uh... Like, like if I bought, bought like, a Halo, and I was like, oh, do you want to play Halo? You go, yeah, sure, you couldn't play it on your Xbox.
1: Yeah, it basically invalidated you. I think what they were trying to do was, uh, it was more of a pressuring tool to get you to buy on the market instead of buying physical copies, because this would basically invalidate all physical copies. And then you would be a slave to uh, whatever price that Xbox is trying to set yeah. uh, versus the used game market. And then I also remember that like at the Sony presentation for the PS4. Uh, foot- or- I'm going to bring that up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. They had that video. So, so pretty much you could borrow games with people that were on your Xbox life's friend list. So like let's say we were friends on Xbox,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I had Halo. I could let you borrow it for up to 30 nice. days. Okay, and I can do it once. So once you borrow it, no one else can borrow that game.
1: <laughs> that's so dumb. Yeah,
0: like, uh, yeah. there's other, other things too, like only 10 family members allowed on one account, uh-huh. uh, just a bunch of things like that. So basically, the main thing was you couldn't resell or buy used games for the mm-hmm. Xbox One. That was what they were, that's basically what it was. And then, like you brought up during E3, which was again two weeks later, Sony like famously just shredded xbox during their pre- basically the whole presentation for most part was like everything xbox did sony was like that's stupid here's here's you know over yeah. the whole presentation um like one of the things they opened up with was like the playstation 4 believes in buying and reselling used games and they had a video of like how you share a game with a friend and it was literally like a guy like here you go
1: yeah he just hands it
0: to step him. one yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is how you share your games on PS4. Thanks. PlayStation. This was two weeks after Xbox was revealed, so like that move was like damaged Xbox reputation. Like just straight, oh yeah, yeah, it was gone. Right.
1: And Sony came out and just like straight roasted X. Yeah. Like that was their entire presentation. Was it was yeah. just a roast of Xbox for like thirty minutes.
0: Yeah. And then like another thing too. I guess we didn't bring this up. Was that throughout most of Xbox's presentation was just like stunned silence, like, oh my God, what's happening? Right? Because yeah. there's a hula of people. And even through the E3 reveal, it's just like, oh my God, what's happening? Or even the yeah. E3 event. And then with PlayStation, like every time they brought up a point, it was like standing ovation, like PlayStation believes they're buying and sharing used mm-hmm. games. And everyone was like, yeah, like yes. going, going nuts in the crowd. Right. Um, the connect was another big issue with the system there's many things with it one that consoles were required to come with the connect at the yeah. beginning right it was like it was part of the system it was integrated there was no way you could buy an xbox one without a connect uh, <laughs> and then like it, then there was like rumors that the connect would always be on causing people to believe that microsoft would be spying on people uh, doing things like Let's say you guys wanted to rent a movie, and then it'd be like, "Well, how many people are in the room?" Okay, eight people. So that's going to be, you know, a Microsoft store. That that price went up to like thirty bucks instead of, you know, ten or whatever, right? Right. And then because of the Connect, this is something I learned recently. Because of the Connect, the Xbox could not run ten eighty p. So most Xbox One games had a max of ninety p. Just because of the motion sensor of the Connect was like drawing power. So. The PlayStation 4 was running at 1080. Because, again, yeah. 1080 was the jump. Because before, like, PS3 and Xbox One, I think, we were doing, like, 720. So then 1080 was a jump. Um, and Xbox could only do 900.
1: Yeah. That's going to be a no for me, dog.
0: Yeah. So Xbox claimed that all these... After the event was heavily criticized, like, that weekend, Xbox claimed that all these features are built into this Xbox One's core and could not be flipped off like a Switch. After heavy, heavy criticism from fans from columnists from gamers from everyone right then Uh, they flipped
1: it off like a switch yeah
0: (laughs) basically after sony roasted them during e3 it was pretty much after e3 xbox backtracked and changed all these features no more always connected no more requiring a connect so you now you could buy a cheaper xbox one that did not include the connect um and the connect didn't have to always be on uh no more 24-hour check-in you could share games like before so people can buy and sell used games but by this point, the damage was done and it was only to get worse from here. So it's only getting, so that's it. So this is the first step. This is Xbox One's yeah. first impression like, hey, I'm here at the world. And it's like an ugly, you know, dugling. People are like, oh shit, what the hell? Um, so one of the last, you know, big things was the starting price of the Xbox One was $500 compared to the PlayStation 4's. Mm. So why would people want to pay more money for one? It's a larger con. It was, like, huge. It was, like, called the VCR, right?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: And it was less powerful. Right. And then also had all these terrible... Terrible features. Features that were, like, blasted all over the internet beforehand, right? So just just totally a failure across the board, okay? Yep. So what was the fallout? What happened next? So we're going to go through that. Okay. What was Uh, the...
1: Fallout? Oh, I see uh, what you did there, cause they own Bethesda now.
0: Okay, so start from the beginning. Uh with less than two months after the reveal, only like two weeks after E three, Don Matrick put his re- re- resigned from Xbox and Phil Spencer was put in his spot. So okay. Uh Don went on to Zenga <laughs> and pretty much he destroyed them too. Like less than a year. They were they were a billion dollar company and less than a year they were down. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Tillman, who was the head of Xbox Entertainment Studios, she was kind of the force behind the Xbox Halo show idea. She left in 2014 when Xbox Entertainment Studios was closed. Other higher ups in Xbox were either given different positions within Xbox or left for better opportunities. Okay. And this again, this was all within 2013. Mm -hmm. Now we're going into 2014. We have a whole, basically, a whole new crew of people put in charge of xbox <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we're gonna we're gonna kind of get into the launch games at the reveal because one of the other things was like throughout most of its life cycle the xbox one had uh almost no exclusives okay right so the launch games uh are you looking at the list i have
1: i'm yeah i'm looking at it right now
0: i was gonna ask you what you remembered ah <laughs> okay so some of the launching games for Although,
1: like none of these uh, like zoo tycoon would uh <laughs> and now that i'm thinking about it, dead rising three probably but
0: yeah okay so like all these games these are the launching titles for like the game around the same time the console yeah. crimson dragon which i never played dead rising three which i never played hmm. killer instinct which i never played loco cycle which i never played power Sto- power star golf which i never played rise son of rome which i have played and Zoo Tycoon, which I have played, but not on the Xbox. So it was kind of a very meh starting lineup. Right. Although today people actually really like Rise. Like Rise has gained sure. a huge cult following, and people are like, it needs a sequel. Yeah. Um, but if, I mean, if you compare the launch titles for the, uh, Xbox, to the PlayStation Four, they're uh, I say they're okay. out this, they're equal. Like, right. Do you remember, like, do you know Flower? Have you ever played Flower? Or I Kill-
1: don't know. The only one I could name off of here would be Kill Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, well, I guess Knack, too, because Knack is a meme, but like, <laughs> but that's about it. Um, well, okay, here's the I thing. I don't, like to judge, I don't like to judge a console based off of its um, starting lineup because more often than not the launch games for a console uh, or the lineup, I should say, are not representative of the like potential of the console. Yeah. Right? I get, like bears- They're more like
0: like tech demos of what the yeah can exactly do. i mean that's what rise was. rise was a heavy connect game but it wasn't connect in terms of like your movements it was like you're controlling a player like a a, a roman soldier and you get you actually could give orders through the microphone on the connect right. so you would shout out like block and your soldiers would like go into a stance or whatever
1: there are very rare cases of console launch games that are remembered uh fondly you know or like are critically acclaimed like i think like obviously the switch with breath of the wild mm. um like that was a very but that was also in some regards a tech demo almost uh for the switch for the for the power of the switch uh compared to previous nintendo consoles i should say um and then like stuff like you know luigi's mansion or um you know, for the Gamecube, but in like again, very rare examples of these mm-hmm. kinds of of games that are beloved in the launch lineup
0: yeah so sure. I don't I, I don't just, think I, I, was giving, shit, you know, I was just giving you know just giving an example with the game yeah. happen at the time but the problem okay. is
1: it didn't really get much it, it didn't get much better yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> so
0: let's get into exclusivity, okay so for most of the Xbox one's life cycle, Xbox yeah. had five. Count them five. One, two, three, four, five studios that are making games. 343, three, which was working on, at the time, Halo, Master Chief Collection. Coalition, which at the time of the Xbox One launch was working on a Gears of War remaster. Mm-hmm. Rare, which again, you gotta remember at the time was kind They're of. Making connect games! To connect games.
1: Why?
0: <laughs> okay. Xbox Game Studios, which is just, you know, the. Yeah, it's, it's Xbox, games and then too, Playground, too. which is making arguably making the better games of all of these yeah. with uh, Forza. the Forza. Yeah. So you have your main exclusives coming from in-house studio games, were Gears of War Remaster, Years Four and Five. This is throughout the all of the life cycle. Right. Halo Master Chief Collection, which when it launched, it was in such a broken state that people said it couldn't, it wasn't even playable, yeah. and now it's like years later that it's now it's fully playable now it's like a great game mm-hmm. right now master chief collection is awesome
1: I, yeah i bought reach uh when the master chief collection came to pc, PC. came to steam
0: mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. uh halo 5 guardians which again <laughs> at, <laughs> at the time this is what's funny so at the time of launch it was actually well received and uh but since then its opinion has changed i think the main thing about it was that the multiplayer was really good but the story was crap and then since then, people are like, yeah, this story's awful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you didn't do anything. And then, of course, the Forza games, which are always critically acclaimed. Uh, so basically, for almost the entire life cycle of the Xbox One, um, those are the only studios that are pushing out exclusive games. Like, that's it. Okay? Um, if you go outside of the Xbox ecosystem and go to, like, timed exclusives or third-party exclusives, the list is not as large. But um, here's some lists, right? I got some here. Sunset Overdrive from Insomniac. Yep. Great game. I loved it.
1: Insomniac. I mean, obviously, there's a reason that Insomniac keeps continues getting work, um, you know, because yep. all of their games are really, really well designed from an environmental and gameplay standpoint. So.
0: And now they're, now they're owned <laughs> by Sony. Yep. <laughs> um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. That was a one-year timed exclusive mm-hmm. experience. That was a big deal uh,
1: for yeah. Xbox, I remember, at the time.
0: Yeah, because I remember it was, I think it was this, Gears 4, and Halo 5, mm-hmm. all, were all releasing the same holiday season. Yeah. So this is like, that was, that was the time to get an Xbox One, because we got all these great exclusives. It was mm-hmm. like these three games. Okay. Uh, Dead Rising 3 and 4. 3 was exclusive to the Xbox. Never hasn't been released on anything else. And yeah. four 4 was timed exclusive. Uh, I think it was released on PlayStation and PC and all that. Uh, Quantum Break, which was a Remedy game that's mm-hmm. exclusive for the Xbox One. Um, I think it looks... I haven't played it. Um, but it well, I, I, was, I think
1: it's, like, one of the most expensive games ever made, right? Because they also had all of the, movie, like, TV show movie stuff. elements. Yeah, Like or, yeah. like, TV show stuff with it. Uh, yeah. With up, um, up. <laughs> Sean Ashmore and...
0: um. um the yeah. guy william
1: defoe i think is in it right isn't he
0: and also like little finger from game of thrones and oh my god uh, one fan. of the characters from lord of the rings is in it uh from lost uh what's his name he plays charlie on lost dominic something
1: oh dominic monaghan
0: yeah he's in it as well yeah okay um, so yeah pretty much it's like a full game and then you get like a 19 hour tv lance
1: reddick oh my god yeah. i need to play this game man uh
0: and remedy, you know, has has made kind of exclusives with Xbox, but not necessarily like like they're doing yeah. break break X, I think. With uh, is it Fire Cross X or something? What what? Oh, uh, X, cross X Fire
1: Cross Fire.
0: Yeah, they're I doing, remember. Remedy is doing the story for that. Okay. Um, and they did Alan Wake and stuff like that.
1: P- yeah. Control
0: Control was really good. Uh, Titanfall that was an EA exclusive on Xbox. Mm-hmm. I never played. I never played the original, but Titanfall Two is I think it's a great game. If you haven't played it, um, and then Cuphead was another timed exclusive, where right. I think it just recently came out on PlayStation Four. It was. It was on Xbox for like two years before it came out on anything else. Right. Um, and then there's just tons, tons more of independent games. Nothing crazy. Now, if you compare that to, let's talk about huh. uh, Sony's in-house exclusives, like you were saying so, earlier.
1: So... <laughs> Time to load or, those cannons.
0: <laughs> uh, Last of Us Remaster, Last of Us yeah. 2, Uncharted 4, and Uncharted: yeah. like, Lost Legacy, uh PT. So even though that was a demo, okay, it's just a demo, right. but a lot of people think is like one of the best little short games like yeah. ever made. If you if you if you can manage to get a PS4
1: with it downloaded cuz that's the thing yeah. is you can't download it anymore, so
0: Yeah. All there uh, are videos. Insomniac Spider-Man and Insomniac Spider-Man Miles Morales. Whoa. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I still need to play Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Bloodborne. Okay. Bloodborne's great. Uh, it will be the show, which was exclusive on yeah. until this year, until 2021. Right. And then, of course, you got VR versions of games, because yeah, yeah. you have to play some VR. You got Doom VR, Resident Evil 7 VR. You also you got, got Skyrim, exclusive- Sky VR.
1: 4. Yeah.
0: You also got some exclusive games that were VR, like Iron Man. Uh, infamous games
1: infamous second son I need to go back and finish it but uh, i I actually was really enjoying it the time I was playing it so uh
0: until dawn which the studio until dawn's great and so the the uh the studio who like went on to make games mm-hmm. for other people have mm-hmm. kept their games have been on like mixed reviews since then yeah. uh last guardian and there uh, yeah
1: I mean, La- i think last guardian is kind of divisive but
0: yeah other exclusives that were outside of playstation mm-hmm. whatever death stranding which was timed it, was, it came on on pc the final yeah. fantasy 7 remake which is as far as i know is not going to come to xbox i think it, maybe it might next year i don't know yeah. Persona i think 5. final
1: fantasy 15 was also a timed exclusive
0: because i don't think it came to the xbox one until nope it came it came uh like immediate- was it day
1: one also yeah. on xbox one okay yeah,
0: so Fantasy of 15 was actually showed off at the xbox uh, e3 events oh
1: okay for like two I, years I, yeah, yeah then i'm misremembering i thought it was a year later maybe mm. i'm maybe i'm getting it mixed up with the because i know it i know it took a while for it to come to pc yeah but uh
0: persona 5 uh no man's sky which had a rough start yeah. but it found its footing that it was timed on sony uh, mm-hmm. on playstation and then Catherine Full Body, which again, a, I hear it's a really good game. Yeah. It's timed. Uh it has since released on like the Switch and stuff like that. Uh, not hard. To, again, it's not hard to see how Xbox was beat in the exclusives. Yeah. 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 You got way more studios making way more diverse games. And you also have, you know, you have a stronger console. You know, you could do 1080, right? right? Xbox couldn't do that. So all this. Sony's
1: just like perish. <laughs>
0: A poor reveal strategy, heavy departures from higher ups, unpopular policies, lack of exclusives. Although I like to, I can argue that some of the Xbox's best exclusives, like I think the Gears games and the Forza games, they can go toe to toe with some of the PS4 games. Uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive, you know, for sure. This basically led to a lost generation for Xbox. Okay. So the question is, what did Xbox do to kind of write the ship, if anything? Okay. Yeah. So we'll be right. Let's start with the man. The myth. The legend himself. Phil Spencer. So, Drew, Phil Spencer's actually been with Microsoft since the nineties. He he started off at Microsoft as an intern wow. in nineteen ninety eight and he has never left Microsoft since. Okay. That's crazy. He worked in different positions throughout Microsoft with a focus on gaming elements for the PC. Okay? Uh, for a period of time in the, in the 2010s... Uh, Drew, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you he, he kind of froze yeah. for a second.
1: I, yeah, I know. I, yeah.
0: Okay, so for a period of time in the, two, in the 2010s, Phil oversaw Xbox Game Studios. And then in 2014, with the departure of Don and his friends phil was put in charge as the executive over xbox okay here's something i did not know microsoft was like super close to pulling the plug on xbox altogether the failure of the xbox one and uh you know the reveal and all that they were just like this is it there's no point right and the poor sales all this stuff so after the poor launch reception microsoft came super close to just calling it quits and ending console gaming altogether sticking so just a pc um from an interview with Phil Spencer Phil Phil brought up that he actually went up to Microsoft with a decision to make. He was thinking that he could leave Xbox and find work somewhere else or he could attempt to save Xbox if they gave it a second chance. And Phil decided that Xbox and Microsoft was his home and he would begin to attempt to save the Xbox. <sighs> and in order to do to do Phil that the Xbox needed to have a shift its focus back onto games. So he felt and many people agree with him that Xbox One's whole problem was that it did not focus on games, okay? So first thing that Phil did was he brought all the Xbox divisions together. So apparently, when Don was brought in, he split up Xbox into different divisions. So they were in, like, different areas of Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Like, you had your game division, you had your uh, backwards compatibility division, you had your hardware division, and they never worked together on anything. They would rarely communicate. So Phil put it into that, and he brought all of them together together. So that communication from the departments right. was free-flowing and consistent. And so th- it's the big thing was like if you're making a game, how would if you don't know the software, you could just talk to the hardware guys, but they can't do that at Xbox because you know there's no communication. Right. Well, he fixed that. He fixed so people, you know, the different departments could talk to each other. Which mm-hmm. seems like such a stupid like duh right. move, right?
1: It's like it's like communication? It's like wow now you know what's going on and how you can fix the problems that are on the table. And yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. What happens when you actually like talk to each other instead <laughs> of just, you know, holding up inside your own little bubble.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the second thing he did was that they needed to acquire more talent and more studios yeah. to develop games. Okay. Yep. So this is at the point it's like 2015, 2016, uh, that phil spencer microsoft basically go on a spending spree and start to start to suck up all this talent phil
1: spencer's like here comes the money baby yeah in order
0: to in order to grow its <laughs> exclusive library okay so since phil was put in charge of xbox uh they had remember they had five studios right. in 2013 and 2021 eight years later they have 23 studios okay so yeah <clears throat> reload yeah we have the xbox gaming studio we got rare playground 343 coalition the initiative obsidian double fine ninja theory in exile world's edge mojang Mm -hmm. uh, turn 10 undead labs compulsion bethesda Mm -hmm. arcane It software Mm -hmm. machine game tangle games roundhouse and alpha dog games
1: oh baby i love it when you talk dirty to me (laughs) Mm, yeah
0: now this move obviously a lot of these were required from, like, 2016, 2017 on. Um, they probably... They they didn't save the Xbox One, obviously. Yeah. But they set the pieces in place for the upcoming generation.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, is, like, I don't really think the Xbox One could have been saved, necessarily, by that point. I think it was, like... I think, really realistically, uh, like, like you said, I think Phil Spencer was laying the foundation... Again, going back to that whole laying the yeah. foundation... For the, well, at the time, they were calling it Project Scarlet, but now it's the Series X, obviously. Yeah.
0: So the other thing they did was he, Phil was tired of, like, people being like, oh, Xbox One's not a powerful console. It can't even do 1080. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We're going to make the, we're going to update the Xbox One, mm-hmm. and we're going to make it the most powerful console available, okay? So then that's when Xbox One X was revealed and developed and released and all that, right? Right. This was a huge upgrade from the Xbox One. This was released in 2017. It was smaller, quieter. Like the Xbox One was loud, quieter. It could run mm-hmm. 4K gaming up to 60 frames per second. And it would run games smoother with less loading time. Okay. Plus, it had a built-in 4K Blu-ray player, which the PlayStation 4 Pro did not. You could not play 4K Blu-rays on the PlayStation 4 Pro. <laughs> so now... Xbox and PlayStation were equal in terms of graphics. I remember, like, when games would come out that were on both, they'd be, yeah. like, the graphic comparison videos would be like, oh, man, the Xbox looks rough next to the PS4. Well, now that's that's a thing of the past because yeah. now they're equals in terms of
1: Well, graphics. I remember going back to, like, the Xbox 360 and the PS3 days when they would show it off uh, between the two. And, there were, and that would be the thing is Xbox 360 – was known for being like the the hardware was known for being better uh, on the 360, and so the graphics usually just ended up looking better on the 360. And then yeah, during that during the initial Xbox One days, it was like Xbox One, PS4. It was just like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're gonna go PS4, but then but then yeah, Xbox managed to regain some of that ground.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the Xbox also released. Uh more economical versions that were just, like, a little bit weaker with the Xbox One S. Um, They also released, like, a digital Xbox One and stuff like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. The fourth thing that Phil Spencer wanted to accomplish, you know, make Xbox better, to improve on Mm -hmm. this lifecycle, was accessibility. So they saw that the price of the Xbox One really hurt at launch, $500. Well, we can't really go backwards to $500 um, in terms of, like you know, we're we're, we're going to release a more powerful version we're going to stick it at 500. But we're going to come up with this program called the Xbox All Access, which right. was a way to get make console payments, like payments on the console, while you get things like Xbox Live included, and then eventually they add Game Pass to it, stuff like that. Right. So you no longer had to go and drop a large chunk of change on, mm-hmm. you know, on a console in order to play it.
1: Yeah.
0: It's you know, almost like, like
1: getting more people... Uh, easier access or we're just making it more accessible to buy your console will equal more money for you it's,
0: yeah it's crazy it's weird, right it's weird it's and weird. like i said you know they have the economical versions like the xbox one s and the all digital version and yeah. then the fifth thing that phil spencer and xbox did after don matrick left and everything was in 2017 they launched the streaming service game pass Alright, what'd you say?
1: Oh, the internet was uh the internet was freezing out again. Yeah, so. I saw you
0: I saw you like rearing up to hit a home run.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, damn it.
0: <laughs> so uh Game Pass, of course, came out and it's a you know, it's slowly like grown in popularity and stuff like that. We've talked about Game Pass a lot. Uh, super consumer friendly. That was the main thing that Phil Spencer was a focus was bringing a focus back onto the gamers and how we can make yeah. things better for them, right? And, you know, again, like I said, uh, we can kind of go on to this little wrap-up here. Did they ever recover? Uh, so, Drew, did the Xbox One ever recover?
1: No. I don't think so. Uh, no. I think there was
0: improvements, like the Xbox One X, which I yeah. have I have, and I love. It's an awesome console. <laughs> um, but I still think Xbox One is kind of like the lost generation for Xbox, yeah. just like the PS3 for example the PlayStation 3 was actually seen as a lost generation for PlayStation because you know it came out a year after Xbox 360 it was like twice as much twice as much expensive mm-hmm. and it had almost no exclusive games until near the end
1: which is yeah um, which is funny cuz then you when you think about some of the games that released on the PS3 like some of some of the games that we still um like like all of the the, the first three uncharted's uh, you've got Last of Us, like, the first one. Um, I mean, there's just a ton of, like, great exclusives on the PS3. It's just, like, yeah, that first, um... Initial, like, first, like, three or four years. Well, they had a very similar... They had a very similar problem, where it's, like, that first reveal. It was, like, what is this? And then it kind of... It, it really, really damaged it for a while. And then, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, think, so- I think Xbox One just... they did it they pulled yeah ps3 and by the time that they started implementing some of those upgrades and stuff like that sony had already just made sony had already taken too much ground uh too early and uh it was it was gonna be tough for for the xbox one to kind of make any dent or make anybody want to buy it by that point especially when there's already rumors of a new console coming out so it's like why buy this one when the new one's about to come out, you know, in like a couple of years, you know? Yes.
0: A lot of the failure I think comes down to from hubris yeah. and being too arrogant after writing high on the previous success. Definitely. Man, mainly from Don. Don. <laughs> Master, definitely. He was definitely one of the worst things that could have happened to the Xbox one. Um, I just don't think he understood what made the Xbox 360 good. And he yeah. thought this is what people would want, and of course it wasn't, um, these changes that happened throughout the life cycle you know mainly don and his crew leaving um sorry those in charge mainly don and his crew were not in it for the games and they failed again like i said they failed to see what made the original xbox and the xbox 360 great and were unable to keep up with the yeah. determined sony who was trying to bounce back from the ps4 ps3 right okay uh but xbox was saved by phil spencer and I again, we talked about this, like, hes they're really setting up for this generation to be yeah. just the bounce back of ultimate, you know, bounce backs, right? The comeback. Definitely. Um, and, you know, this this could rival the 360 in terms of, like, mm-hmm. quality for the... If, if things keep going, like, once these... Exclu- the main thing right now is, like, we have the power. Yeah. It's just when these exclusive games are coming out. And right. they, with timing and everything, it should be... 2021 2022 2023 these mm-hmm. next three years all these studios when they were bought out or bought in like 2016 2017 you start developing a game uh you're gonna think that by three four five years from now not from now but from when they were bought that those games are gonna start coming out and I, that's why I, I think this upcoming e3 to kind of give a little hint at our next episode i really do think that we're going to get a lot of games that will be coming right. out for You know, either late 2021 or 2022 that are just going to be like, yeah, you got to get an Xbox. Basically,
1: what we have here is we have a situation where uh, Phil Spencer has been uh, building us up this, like, huge amount of pressure, right? And, you know, it just just really, like, stroking it and stroking it and building the pressure and building the pressure, uh, you know, until eventually it's just all going to release and you know it's just going to be there's just going to be games after games after games games falling on our face games falling on our chest you know games on our back you know it's just going to it's just going to release like all over in this sort of like just um you know just amazing enjoyable um just uh, almost euphoria you know and uh and yeah i mean we're going to have to we're going to have to thank phil spencer uh for that you know we're going to have to we're going to have to pay him uh for that and then we're going to have to thank him and then we're going to go back to our little caves
0: thank you mr spencer thank you thank you
1: thank thank you mr spencer thank you
0: <laughs> can i have some more please can i have some <laughs> um oh, so oh so, again, like, like everything's setting up to, like, hopefully this next two, three years it's going to be massive for Xbox. You know, things like, I don't know if you saw the numbers that Xbox released with Game Pass. Yeah. Do you see the numbers they released for? I, I have not seen it. Okay, so, uh, last year, April mm-hmm. of 2020, right when the pandemic was hitting, they had 10 million subscribers on Game Pass.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. One year later, 23 million. They've doubled, more than doubled their subscriber count, okay? Yeah. Um, they are on I think they said it's pretty much like every six months they're saying they're adding five million new subscribers. So that's like massive, dude. It's gonna be huge. like, and then it's well my, my guess is like as soon as like, oh halo Infinite's gonna come out in, in November of this year, rumored that's gonna boost up numbers so much. people buy more consoles, they're gonna go up. And then also, you know, you can get game pass on PC. now they have game Pass um, X Cloud coming out. Where now I, I can play xCloud on my, my iPhone. So it's going to be huge. Hopefully hopefully in like five years if we're still doing this, five or six years, maybe let's say, let's say 10 years, 10 years if we're still doing this podcast, um, one thing we're not doing is talking about how the Xbox Series X was a failure as well. <laughs>
1: Okay, don't say that because now you're now you're jinxing it. You know, I now don't you're think gonna can't be jinx like anything.
0: I am right yeah. I am right or die. So <laughs> All
1: right. Bookmark this timestamp exactly when Sergio said we're not gonna be talking about the Xbox no, no, series no, no. a failure.
0: I said hopefully we won't be talking about it. <laughs> hopefully. That it's like uh, it's like hopefully
1: we won't be talking about it. They're talking about how the Xbox Series One X is a failure. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I can do that because that uh, that music is uh, not copyrighted. Actually, oh, is not? No, no. That's the that's the whole gag is that they had to use um, they had to use non uh, copyrighted or like f- like free use music uh, like when they were like starting out, and then oh, that's it just kind of Became the thing, you know. Well, that's
0: that's in a song that I'm gonna play us out on. <laughs> Well, I um, uh, well, yeah, hope you liked your little though. history lesson, Drew. I hope I was able to walk you through yeah. kind of the history of Xbox One and it was well, very where it where um, went wrong. I but, mean, yeah. hey, man, I, I bought an Xbox One in 2015.
1: I was about to say, I think it was more painful for you than me because, yeah, you actually bought into it.
0: <laughs> I waited. I waited a little bit just I was waiting until more games came out that I really cared about. So, like, I got it. I got Gears 4, and I got Halo 5, and I was like, Halo 5 sucks.
1: And then, yeah, I was just saying, and then you were like, why, God, why? <laughs> yeah,
0: I beat it in, like, two days, because it's, like, it's like maybe 10 hours a game. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, asg collection was good at that time, though. It was fixed, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, What else happened, man? And then, in Rise 2017, yeah, rest your murder. 2017, I got the Xbox One X. Yep. And then, this last year, I got the Series X, so... Ride or die, fam.
1: Well, it can't get any worse from there. Uh, Man, I'm really looking forward to talking about a successful console and or game next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
0: Drew, where can they find us?
1: All right, so uh, if you guys want to come listen to us make uh, more crude jokes about Phil Spencer stroking us to ejaculation, uh, you can come find us on... Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're also now on Stitcher. And what was the other one, Sergio? Google, Google Podcasts.
0: Google Podcasts now. Uh, did you stop uploading to YouTube? Uh, so I did, because like our videos only got like zero views.
1: <laughs> <laughs> only zero views. Okay, yeah, so I
0: I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably do a, a dump here soon, you know, just like dumping a bunch of them on there.
1: Yeah, he's going to take a dump on YouTube. You heard that here, Google. We're taking a dump on you. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So, also on YouTube, uh, and if you want to come check out some like kind of fun little uh, tips and tricks or little random factoids about games and whatnot, you can come check out our Facebook and Twitter uh, pages. We're at uh, the Game Raiders Pod on uh, Twitter, uh, and then just Game Raiders, uh, uh, the Game Raiders on uh, Facebook. Um, I think that's everything. I think we're, I think that does it for all of the plugging. So, um, Goodbye. So, yeah. so yeah, that's going to do it. <laughs>